0: Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast.
1: Hello, welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast, where we ride you on our handlebars through the very best and sometimes the worst parts of pop culture media. I am your host, Jake, and alongside me is my currently dying co-host, Luke.
0: Can you smell that? Because I can't, because I have COVID.
1: Boy, got COVID on purpose to try to get out of recording this podcast.
0: Yep, now we got to do it remotely, which is much more comfortable, I'm not going to lie.
1: Why don't we just do this? Because I have a very professional studio here. You do have a nice studio, Jake. So, first up, per-uge. per, use. per use. That, that, That's cool talk for per-usual. those Um, millennials first up is news first piece of news do you remember how I was telling you that Tom Holland was unsure about his future as Spider-Man
0: I I knew he'd bring this up because I saw the headline and I remember our conversation about like if he was playing Spider-Man after 30 and I saw the headline and I'm like well (laughs) he done played himself
1: Tom Holland and Sony have reached a Deal, an at least three picture deal. After articles came out saying that Tom Holland was unsure about his future as Spider Man, Sony producer Amy Pascal has said that Holland will remain as the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Spider Man for at least three more movies.
0: Which is like seven years of films. Yeah. It, it takes so long.
1: It'll make Tom Holland the only MCU actor to get six solo movies.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess because, uh, robert downey jr only had three solo films and then the rest mm-hmm. were Team joint movies. joint efforts uh did it say like i guess and they never say it, but i wish they did like announce movie deals like sports contracts where it's like a three deal 50 million dollar deal no it'd be, if, it'd be cool
1: it's usually only if the the actor or their agent or something admits yeah it.
0: It, it also depends on how they structure their contract like some people ask for a certain amount upfront, or some people ask for like, "Oh, I want some of the uh, box office revenue, like a certain percentage." And so it really depends yeah. on how, how they have their their pay scale set.
1: Yeah, that was the whole thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Disney. She was supposed to get a cut of the
0: box office, and then they yeah. put it straight to streaming. And she's like, yeah. "I don't get a cut of that," which What's... I mean, it is kind of shady. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie.
1: But also, rich people problems, I guess.
0: It, right. Right. I'm sure Colin Jo heard a lot about that.
1: <laughs> well uh, apparently they reached a deal too because Kevin Feige, I think, said that they're working together on a new on a new project. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Did you watch Black Widow?
1: Yeah. Not good.
0: Yeah. It was alright.
1: It was it was a very in between movie.
0: So during this time with COVID, like I've been watching a shit ton of movies. And I was like, oh, you know what I should do? I should watch some of the Marvel ones. So I went on Disney Plus and I was like going through all the Marvel movies. I'm like, nah, there's what? just too many of them. Chang chi was, was dope. Was it? Yeah. I haven't, yeah. Dragon's I saw that on there. Spoiler but alert. That's one of the story, like, quote unquote, storylines that I was never familiar with. So I Dragons? I don't know much about it. Well, just him as a character. Asian people? Yep. Nailed it.
1: <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> What do you got?
0: Um, have you heard of the uh the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming out? Yeah. So I this I actually didn't know about it until fairly recently. And uh so it's set to premiere on Netflix in February, so it's not mm-hmm. that far away. But uh apparently it's supposed to be like a direct sequel
1: to the from, original.
0: To the original film. So they're trying to do like the Halloween thing. Yeah. But Here's the thing, like the the lady that plays Sally, which is the original survivor, is not played by the original actress. Like they do in Halloween. So there's like, yeah, we are doing the same thing, but here's a different lady. That's shitty. Just just pretend. But uh
1: Is the original actress still alive?
0: I don't know that. I just I just looked up the original actress and who was actually playing that character and they were different people, and I was like, mmm.
1: Yeah, I'm mm. confused if they're pulling a Halloween and setting it like however many years after because well, there was, I, I
0: can I can tell you actually
1: because there's a well I'm gonna keep talking
0: okay go ahead uh I'll interrupt
1: <laughs> um because those two pictures that they released one of Leatherface in the alleyway and then one yep. of the the rag ragtag group of people that are gonna die in the movie right (laughs) uh it it looked like they're dressed in like 70s attire but they're Mm -hmm. staying next to like a 2003 or e whatever van oh really i I didn't
0: notice the van but uh i guess it's it it was written by and i'm bad with this guy's name is it fede f-e-d-e fede alvarez Feddy wap fedy wap i don't
1: know who uh who did
0: the he did the uh 2013 evil dead reboot
1: oh
0: He wrote uh, Don't Breathe. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's done some okay things, so there's there's hope in that sense. But the synopsis uh, goes Melody, who's played by Sarah Yarkin from uh, Happy Death Day to You. I don't know okay. if you saw that one or not.
1: The sequel and, to Happy Death Day?
0: Yeah. And her teenage sister, Lila, who is Elsie Fisher, which she hasn't been in anything I've recognized except for voiceover work as Agnes in Despicable Me. To uh, tell you who that is. Yeah. And their friend Dante, who's played by Jacob Lattimore, who has is been a nothing I've seen. And That's Ruth, similar. by who's played by Nell Hudson, also a nothing I recognize. Head Deep. to a remote town of Harlow, Texas to start an idyllic new business venture. But their dream turns to... I'm going to try that over. I'm just going to do the whole thing. Okay. You can cut that out. I'm not going to. All right. Melody, who's played by Sarah Yarkin, who plays in Happy Death Day to You, and her teenage sister, Lila, who's played by Elsie Fisher, who, like I said, didn't, I don't know who, what she's been in other than she voices Agnes. There's a bunch of B-movies that I, I never recognized. And their friend Dante, who's played by Jacob Lattimore, who hasn't been anything I recognized, and Ruth, who's been in Nell Hudson, who's played by Nell Hudson, also in Nothing I've ever recognized. Had to Morton remote town of harlow texas to start an idyllic new business venture but their dream soon turns into a working nightmare when they accidentally disrupt the home of leatherface the deranged serial killer whose blood-soaked legacy continues to haunt the area's residents including sally hardesty which is played by and it hurt this the actress's name is odd uh, it's alwyn for <laughs> and like i said who's not the original actress yeah uh the sole survivor of the infamous 1973 massacre, who's hell bent on seeking revenge. Ooh. So, I mean, you could tell just by that that they're going for the Halloween, like, yeah, uh, uh, whatever. Her face is—I can't even remember her name right now.
1: Emily like, Curtis.
0: That's it. Uh <laughs> You know, like, oh, I'm gonna finally kill evil. Evil dies tonight. But
1: <laughs> PTSD from here uh, I tonight. know it's so A million many times and Halloween kills.
0: But, I mean, <laughs> it at least it's on Netflix, so it's, like, at least Free. if it's bad, yeah, you're not spending $15 at the, the movie theater to go watch a bad Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, but, not, it
1: sounds absolutely terrible.
0: I mean, but it's also Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so you have to, like, at least give it a chance, you know?
1: Have you watched any of the, like, recent sequels?
0: I haven't watched the recent sequels. I did actually go back and watch the original. Yeah. I don't know. Probably within the past year or something like that.
1: Very and low budget.
0: Very low budget. And I forgot how much I hated the guy in the wheelchair. Oh. Oh, he was so annoying. <laughs> the worst, dude. The the handy capable man.
1: There was I watched one sequel from like twenty thirteen or some shit where like the main chick turns out to be Leatherface's sister or something and she inherits mm whatever the fuck they got going on
0: I think I remember that one I've seen them I just it's been so long and I was like half ass paying attention I'm like this is not a good movie so
1: it was so bad they when they revealed that she was related to Leatherface she was like oh yeah I am crazy (laughs)
0: like she was fine and then they're like that you're her sister and she's like a flip switches and she just goes nuts
1: yeah that, that was like the big twist I'm like what the fuck did I just watch was that M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But the did you see? Yeah, you saw those two pictures that were released. It yeah, looked, I saw them. It looked like they're in like fucking Rome or Italy or something.
0: Yeah, it didn't seem like Texas yeah, to me, but
1: it definitely didn't seem very Texas. They're in Rome, massacre. Texas. No,
0: they're in Vienna, Texas.
1: They're in Italy. Texas. They're in the Leaning Tower of Pisa, Texas.
0: They're in the Coliseum of Texas.
1: Okay. Which I'm sure is a thing. For our next piece of news, Matthew McConaughey decides to not run for the governor of Texas, which I didn't even know was a thing. Speaking of Texas. Yeah, speaking of Italy, Texas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know he was even... Actually, I think I may have heard, like, rumors, but I didn't know he was, like, serious about it, and now I guess he's not serious about it, but...
1: I mean, honestly, if he fucking did, he'd probably legalize weed and a bunch of other shit. And playing bongos
0: naked. Did you ever hear about that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The cops were called to his house, I guess, for like a a noise disturbance. And when the cops arrived, he was stoned and naked and playing the bongos. You Hmm. can look it up. True story.
1: (laughs) Do, Do I get to see him naked?
0: I, I Maybe. I don't know. Mugshot?
1: I mean, you looked him up. No, you, I just heard this. I just you heard went the to story. Google and typed in Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey naked, naked bongos. bongos.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Naked plus sign bongos.
1: I mean, I wouldn't... I, I'd be curious as to how he would be as a governor.
0: He'd probably honestly be pretty good. He seems pretty charismatic.
1: Yeah, he's pretty laid back. He'd make...
0: It'd be funny if like, he just looked like his character from True Detective the entire time.
1: Wait, which one? Before he fucking goes undercover and smokes crack and meth and stuff? No, after. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> that picture of him all strung out, uh, taking a hit of that cigarette. Looking all I guess he knew
0: what his campaign slogan would be. I mean, it's obvious. It I, I would
1: be I will cancel this podcast.
0: It would be okay 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 i i i i <laughs> anyways uh, so this is one i that I just heard about, and apparently it's set to start filming there's gonna be a film uh based around the Boston strangler. did you hear about this at all
1: no personally.
0: yeah um there's no like there is a sort somewhat of a synopsis, but it doesn't really get into it too much, so i I didn't bother like. Keeping track of it just because it doesn't really give any details. But for anybody who doesn't know, the Boston Strangler—I
1: don't know him personally. Real
0: name was Albert DeSalvo is uh a serial killer who murdered thirteen women in the Boston area in the early sixties. By and, stabbing
1: them. What a yes, twist!
0: By stabbing them. Not even. <laughs> he was also the one that would like—I uh, believe he would like stage the bodies, so when they were found, they were sitting in like a certain position and stuff usually use like their pantyhose and stuff but um gross yeah it it's gonna star kira knightley which okay but also and you'll have to help me out with this as the boston strangler no no it didn't it didn't give her her uh her character but uh they just signed on david desmelchian
1: oh from the suicide squad Squad. yeah Yeah,
0: I hope he plays Albert DeSalvo. Like, I feel like he would play, like, Does a really
1: good... It? How do you even
0: type that? You want me to spell it for you? No. I want you to up? come over
1: here and Google it for me. Uh, I can't do that. Was it Albert Fish?
0: Uh, or... Albert DeSalvo. Oh, it's... thanks, Google.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I can see him play it. playing uh, it.
0: They didn't say, like, who who he was signed on to, to play. He just said a key pivotal role, which... I feel like with his, like, let's face it. He has a serial killer face, so.
1: Whatever, he but, has such an innocent face.
0: I know, but he, but he he's that type of innocent. It's like, oh, he would never hurt anybody, and then he goes on a killing spree, you know?
1: Maybe he's actually really a serial killer.
0: We don't know. He's like, I was he's, born to play this role. He's the polka dot killer. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't have anything else on that. I just thought it would be cool to see him play Albert DeSavo, and I just think it's cool that they're making a film about the Boston Strangler. Hopefully they don't like. Hopefully it's more accurate to the story and not just a gross fictionalization of it.
1: Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood bullshit. Whoa! Well, I'll watch it. What? Uh, what was the movie that Leonardo DiCaprio recently signed on for that we were excited about?
0: Uh, Jim Jones. Jonestown. Nice. Yeah. Well, he was in talks with. He never. It, it hasn't been announced if they're actually going to start filming or not. But he's been in talks to play Jim Jones in that film. Hope he does. Yeah, me too.
1: I'm a, I'm a but forward also, to all these kind of things. Also, I wouldn't be too upset if they never came out that fucking a movie about that. Yeah. That's no, too, I mean there's
0: out. there are certain things with that whole uh, story that should never see the light of day ever yeah. again. But It'd also be like traumatizing being, to watch. Yeah, like but also
1: but, morbid curiosity.
0: Exactly. Also to <laughs> be like a true crime guy, I'm like, I'm I'll watch it. Yeah. absolutely.
1: I might throw up seeing the visualization of it, but I'll I'll still watch it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Now we
1: continue the story. All right, for our last piece of news, I'm definitely not heartbroken about this, but a little bit of a crazy story. HBO cancels the Game of Thrones spinoff show.
0: Did you ever watch actual Game of Thrones?
1: I watched like two episodes, maybe one and a half.
0: I never watched a single episode. I don't Even really with, like during all the hype.
1: I don't really like medieval setting type movies. Yeah, it's
0: shows. not exactly my cup of tea. But I mean, I also heard like there's people that you know said that that kind of subject matter wasn't their cup of tea and love the show. I might check it out
1: I one day. Won't. Who
0: knows? But like, I wasn't gonna like check out that and then immediately go to a spinoff. So I'm really not sad about this.
1: Yeah. Um. So the story is. After spending 30 million dollars on the pilot, oof, it's um, a lot of money just to cancel on the pilot of the Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragon, HBO has pulled the plug. According to former Warner Media Entertainment Chairman Bob Greenblatt, he said what? he said they had spent over 30 million dollars on a Game of Thrones prequel pilot that was in oh. production when I got there. Greenblatt said in the new HBO book Tinderbox. And when I saw a cut of it in a few months after I arrived, I said to HBO boss, Casey Bloys, this just doesn't work. And I don't think it delivers on the pro- on the promise of the original series. And he did disagree, which was actually a relief.
0: I wonder if focus groups, when they're like, oh, do you want to come in and see how this this screening is going? And they're like, what are we watching? And they're like, House of the Dragon. And they're like, oh, Bruce Lee film? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: 'Cause that's exactly what I thought of when you said the name.
1: Yeah, so sure there's people out there that are sad and I'm sure most people after after the final season, they don't give a shit about Game of Thrones anymore. Cause...
0: There was also like I there's a ton of things that got cancelled this for next year, like after one season. And I, I thought I, I never heard about this, but I was I was actually surprised how many there were and apparently Ozark is not getting canceled, but they're, they're, they're ending it on their own
1: terms. Yep. So excited. Which, well, not excited which, for it to end, but. but right. But after season. just
0: watching the first season and then, like, not that I didn't like it. I just never went back and watched it. Now I, like, can go back and just binge it and yeah. know that there's an end to it.
1: That's really good. Pretty much Breaking Bad, but set in the Ozarks. The mountains. The mountains. mountains. And it Launder's Money.
0: Yeah, it's good. No, it was good. Like I like I said, I only watched the first season, but I liked the first season. I just never went back and watched the rest of it. I think I maybe started the second, but it was, I don't even know. It was so long ago, but now that I'm, like, they're coming to an end, I'll probably just go and binge all of it, like I usually do with Breaking Bad. All right, for my final piece of news, uh, one of our favorite people in the entire world, Henry Cavill, Hell yeah. has revealed that he's wrapped filming on Enola Holmes 2, Ugh. Did you ever watch the first one?
1: Yeah, I wish it had more Henry Cavill. Like, a lot more Henry Cavill. Yeah.
0: I, I like it. I, I like it because I'm a fan of Sherlock Holmes in general. Like, I watched all the old ones. And I've watched the Robert Downey Jr. movies. And I just really like Sherlock Holmes. And I like Henry Cavill. And I think he does a good job playing Sherlock Holmes. I'm hoping that we get to see him more in the second film.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: But also, I hope that maybe, just maybe, he enjoys playing it enough that we get like A spin off. off movies yeah. of just him, Henry Cavill playing Sherlock Holmes. Because then my life is complete.
1: Uh, but, I I I'd show actually like show interest in James Bond if he if he got casted as the next James Bond.
0: He, why hasn't he been like mm. you? You got it. He's probably been to an audition or two for James probably. Bond. Right. Yeah. You you can't just not have Henry Cavill. In the same conversation as like aegis Elba and stuff keep talking baby maybe you'll tell me something i don't already
1: know already luke do you want to introduce our next amazing segment
0: i'd be delighted jake uh for our next segment we are bringing back the world famous worldwide. what we are reading and or watching
1: Call and it mr worldwide famous
0: I've been watching a lot of things, but let's hear what you've been watching first.
1: I watched an anime. What? Yeah, I watched. What'd you watch? Uh, it's it's on Netflix. It's called Super Crooks. Which uh, I haven't heard of it. Uh, it's an anime adapted from a Mark Millar graphic novel, which okay, he did Jupiter's Legacy and a bunch of other stuff. I'm here for that. It's about the the synopsis is Johnny Bolt recruits a group of ragtag supervillains for one last heist. Their target, a ruthless, super-powered crime boss. What can go wrong? Was it good? Oh, I loved it, but I saw a few comments from people that have read the the graphic novel, mm-hmm. and they said the final heist was boring. But I, f- I found it to be very entertaining, which is usually the case.
0: So it was like supervillains with the Italian job.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
0: I'm not, I'm down for that. I like heist movies as it is. So
1: yeah, it's it, it it's set in the. In the same universe as Jupiter's Legacy, the the Netflix adaptation, not the graphic novel, right? So it's cool seeing like the heroes return in this since uh, Jupiter's Legacy got canceled. Of course, uh, and the characters are Johnny Bolt. He has uh like electricity powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, his girlfriend Casey, she has like mental projection po- powers, like Charles Xavier, like she can. I guess, like, hypnotize people, make them think that they're, like, on a beach somewhere when, really, they're just taking a shit. (laughs) Uh, And Ghost, who can turn invisible and phase through objects. The Heat, who is an old 1970s supervillain that has two fire guns, like, Heatwave from DC Comics. Mm -hmm. He doesn't actually have superpowers. He just has those, like, those two. Uh Yeah. And TK who has telekinetic powers and can...
0: Does TK stand for telekinesis?
1: <gasps> Tyler Kennedy, probably. Nailed it. Uh, And he can do things like reanimate the dead.
0: That's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: And two brothers, Sammy and Roddy Diesel, their superpower is that they can uh, regenerate their limbs. I so, wonder if
0: whoever named him was a fan of old-school professional wrestling. Probably because Roddy Roddy Piper and then uh, Kevin Nash came in as diesel. Probably
1: that was Mark Millar. heck yeah uh, I'm yeah down so, for it since they can regenerate their limbs like they take a fucking beating a lot of the time. heck yeah uh and the and forecast who can control the weather
0: <laughs> and forecast who does nothing
1: yeah yeah, I thought it was like a solid 8.5 out of 10.
0: Ooh, I think that's the highest rating you've given anything on this show thus far.
1: I'm sure people have read the graphic novel. or
0: Like, that's a solid three in my yeah. opinion, but that's all right. Sometimes it's better not to read the source material first. Yeah, and then you read it after and you're like, fuck I you never watch that ever again. <laughs> right. Well, since I've been laid up, like, all I've been doing is watching movies, but I haven't really watched too many, like, New movies. I've just been going back and watching movies I've seen before just because. But let's see. I've watched all three of the Santa Claus movies. Hell yeah. Uh I watched Free Guy again, which still great movie. Still funny. What else have I watched? I've watched Home Alone One. I haven't watched Home Alone Two yet.
1: You don't watch the new Home Alone?
0: No, I don't even want to. (laughs) I watched Jungle Cruise, which eh, it was fine.
1: It's a movie.
0: pretty good it's nothing groundbreaking but it was good uh and i watched jingle all the way today oh yeah so there's i'm sure there's more there's also like anime and stuff that i've been watching but and then as far as reading goes haven't read anything but i did get my book in the mail ready player two and i plan to start reading that soon so i'll actually have something to report on there we'll see have you been reading anything
1: uh i read like three pages of of the shining
0: Heck yeah. Oh, I watched the original It, too,
1: the miniseries from 1990. All all three hours of it. Three years of it. Yep. So long. (laughs) Uh,
0: You saying The Shining reminded me of that.
1: I also read volume one of Hawkeye, uh, the run by Matt Fraction and art by David Aja and Javier Polito. It's a great name. it's, uh, It's what the Hawkeye TV show takes inspiration from. Oh really? Cool. Yeah, and I plan on finishing that.
0: Is it is it pretty good?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, the show 100 110% takes inspiration. The show is... has. Have, have you seen the show? Yeah. Yeah. What I, do you I, think of that? Love it. I I th- I think it's going to be my favorite Marvel Disney plus show. Really? Yeah.
0: All right, I might have to give it a shot cuz like I'm gonna be honest, like Hawkeye I never really gave two shits about.
1: I like him, probably so because they, people didn't really give two shits about him.
0: Yeah, so I was like, you know, when he came out with the his own show, I was like, nah, I, I'm good. But if you're saying it's like your new favorite, I might have to check it out.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a dog with uh with one eye. I'm sold. Uh, yeah, the art style is amazing, and I'll probably end up finishing the whole run before I finish the Shining.
0: Do it, screw it,
1: do it, Shining screw will, it.
0: The Shining will always be there.
1: Uh, You got anything else? Uh,
0: No, that's it for me, sir. So moving on to the moment you've all been waiting for. I know you have. Our Real Good Movie of the Week.
1: Real Good Movie of the Week. Okay. The movie that the little shuffle thing gave us is a documentary called Wide Awake from 2006. About a filmmaker that documents his bout with insomnia. This fucking... I got got through 15 minutes of this bullshit, and I was like, I'm not fucking watching this.
0: I didn't even give it a chance. You text me, you're like, I can't even watch this movie. And I was like, well, if you're not, I don't have to, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's not... The only thing horror about it is how fucking horrible it is. I took some notes on it, but I'm not even going to fucking read it. The director seems like he's full of himself and he's just like well isn't the director me, I...
0: also the main character yeah quote unquote
1: main character yeah like oh look at me i, I, I can make documentaries well, i fuck can't yourself. sleep
0: i should document it oh no fuck
1: yourself <laughs> so fuck this we're gonna introduce a new segment just because of this fucking movie called clickbait of the week clickbait of the week Okay, so the clickbait I chose comes from CosmicBook.News, dot News,
0: titled "The The Trusted Source CosmicBook.News. dot
1: yes. uh, The title of this article is "Thor, Love and Thunder, Pushing the Boundaries of Wokeness," and oh boy, is this a great article! <laughs> <laughs> Explain what made it clickbait. Uh, I, I'll just read the article. Okay. No surprise, but apparently Thor Love and Thunder will push the boundaries of wokeness as the flick features the return of Natalie Portman, who plays the female Thor, and Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, who searches for her lesbian queen. Marvel Studios director of visual development, Andy Park, filled in screen rant that Thor Love and Thunder pushes the boundaries of what is considered comfortable in the quote, there's a reason why there's been over a decade of successful movies, and just why this franchise is growing. So, Thor, Love, and Thunder falls right into that, where it's just pushing the boundaries of what's comfortable, and what should be expected. You'll be surprised and push these characters, and the visuals go along with that. I think Watiti said in some interview where he's just like, he's surprised that that he's even he shouldn't be allowed to make a movie like this and i get it this movie it's crazy wild it's so much fun <laughs> the author continues regarding what exactly happens in the flick remains to be seen but the notion Thor: love and thunder will push the boundaries of comfort oh geez in parentheses just what we wanted from a comic book movie right fits with kevin feige's woke approach to phase four Recently the or recently saw the gay kiss scene between two guys in the Woke Eternals movie. It was probably not a stretch to think that Thor Love and Thunder will feature the MCU's first girl on girl scene with either Natalie Portman or Tessa Thompson or both. We can also add that more li- more than likely the Chris Hemsworth Thor will again be Made to look downgraded and goofy as hell, fitting with Dizzy's MO as Foggy made Hemsworth goofy as the fat Thor in the Avengers Endgame. But this time around, Hemsworth will be back to his jacked self, so Thor will probably be made to look even goofier.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, so the, they're like, oh, yeah, this is going to push the boundaries. I, but they're I'm like, not, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Go ahead
1: says for more, more. <laughs> for more on how Kevin Feige is destroying the Avengers characters, check out the bottom of my recent Hawkeye article, which I definitely fuck mm. didn't do. <laughs> it's a shame Feige and company are going to push quote push the boundaries unquote and ruin Thor: Love and Thunder as Taika Waititi did such a good job with Ragnarok. But of course, it's all about pushing an agenda and not about quality content and story. Thor Love and Thunder gets released July 8th, 2022, and also stars Christian <laughs> Bale as a villain, Gore, the God Butcher. I like how he still promotes it at the end. Yeah.
0: Like, this sounds like a... It's like an actually yeah. type of guy. Like, I mean, A, he didn't give us any details of how it's supposedly pushing. He's, he's speculating the yeah, whole time.
1: I don't know if this dude is serious or he's fucking trolling for, for clicks. I mean, or oh, probably... he actually fucking believes <laughs> it. Probably believes it. He's,
0: there's always that guy, though. It's like if you stray a little bit from the source material because, it's like, it doesn't translate on screen. He's like, "That didn't happen. They're ruining it." Like, can't you just enjoy the films for what they are? My
1: comics.
0: Yeah, my co- my precious comics. Even my, though, like, my
1: fictional fucking characters.
0: Yeah, even though the comic can change drastically depending yeah. on who's right in the comic, anyway.
1: Yeah, that's like how there's outrage because and there's been a bunch of clickbait articles about this titled shit like dc is ruining superman by making him gay but it's actually his son
0: yeah it's not even superman yeah. well technically it is superman cuz like i noticed like a lot of uh comic book characters like of the the beloved ones they're setting it up where it's like i set i set up like batman he's like i set up batman so anybody could be batman you know, kind oh, yeah. of thing, so that there can be more than just Bruce Wayne. So, like, I guess if they're doing it in that sense, like, yes, it's Superman, but it's not Clark Kent.
1: Yeah, it's Superman. so it's like, who cares?
0: Yeah, who cares. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't tell you that much, Jake. I don't care as long
1: as the fucking stories are still good. I'll fucking read them
0: for sure. So, for my article, which comes from Forbes,
1: ooh, the smart guy, Forbes. Push up your glasses.
0: I'm not going to read the whole article but I will read the the part because it's a lot of filler. But the headline is serious warning issued for millions of Apple iPhone users. So you're like, "Oh no." Like, I'm an iPhone user, you're an iPhone user.
1: I am the iPhone user. Oh no.
0: So this is this is the whole thing just cuz I'm not going to get into the like like I said. It's just like a whole lot of filler but it says spotted by 9 to 5 Mac both iOS 15.1 and iOS 15.1.1 are causing significant connectivity issues for Bluetooth hands-free system devices in cars. That's the serious warning? Like, hey, your phone might not connect to your car?
1: Ooh. Tell me that the serious warning isn't about my fucking phone potentially blowing up and my yeah, pocket? Yeah,
0: right. Like, if there's an issue there... That's a serious warning, but like, hey, sometimes you when you get in your car, you won't be able to listen to Joe Rogan on Spotify.
1: Fuck Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> for my that's all I have for that way. I just thought I was like, ooh. Mm. And then here's another one from uh, live science. Potentially hazardous asteroid, which I thought this was funny, worth nearly five billion dollars. Apparently they're they're just not even saying how big the asteroid is anymore. They're just like, yeah, this is how much it's worth now. <laughs> we'll gone. enter we'll enter Earth's orbit next week. NASA says. You know, you read that and you're like, oh no, like a five billion dollars, a five billion dollar <laughs> asteroid. But apparently, it's going to be roughly two point four million miles away from the Earth, which is ten times the distance from here to the moon. So potentially hazardous, even though it's farther away from us than the moon is.
1: I mean, everything's potentially hazardous. Yeah,
0: I mean, the moon is potentially hazardous. The sun could explode.
1: Sitting on his chair is potentially hazardous. And it might break. I do, lo-
0: I do love like the fact that they're just judging asteroids by how much you can get out of them now if you pawned them.
1: <laughs> just, just let me take my fucking moon-sized <laughs> asteroid to the pawn shop and get
0: $5 billion for it. <laughs> like Joe Dirt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we should, we should bring that back for when we get movies on real good. Movie of the week that are just terrible, yeah. like not terrible as in like bad movies, but just unwatchable movies. Just,
1: speaking of which, we gotta choose a new movie. We gotta
0: choose a new one. That's all you got for clickbait? That's all I got for clickbait. You're fired. Thanks. You only had one.
1: This was your idea.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Okay. Have a spin and get a scare. Let's go. Brrrr. <laughs> Mega shark yes versus giant octopus yes
0: dude <laughs> i'm so excited for this it's got to have like a 32 on rotten tomato um
1: i'm would seeing be my best guess i'm seeing a 2.5 out of 10 even better on imdb
0: even better
1: all right um the california coast is terrorized by two enormous prehistoric sea creatures as they battle each other for supremacy of the sea i'm so excited Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus featuring Lorenzo Lamaze and Debbie Gibson. It's free on Tubi, free on Pluto TV, free on Peacock. Hey, we got that. We got that. And five others. That's an action adventure and horror movie with a very low IMDb audience rating of 2.5. What, 10,000 votes? 10,000? This is a certifiably (laughs) bad movie. I I think this is our highest rate or uh, most rated movie so far
0: i'm dude. i i'm beyond happy to go watch i'll go watch this movie right now Tell me, mega shark versus giant octopus i'm i'm so happy i
1: wonder if this is set in the same fucking universe as sharknado
0: probably or what is it the don the megalodon movie oh
1: yeah gotta save this actually i'll just ask you later i'll forget yeah a mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Let's see what the first fucking, see what the title there... of the first rating is. Or the oh, first it's... review. Uh, the first Asylum production to have a theatrical release. Ooh. One, one, like one fucking theater.
0: I wonder what the, yeah. <laughs> the title In, of the like,
1: top review Billings, is Montana. Agonizing. Yes.
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, it's not over like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, I should probably check the fucking...
1: Uh, how long is it? Hour and 28 minutes. Perfect. Gross. <laughs> directed by Jack Perez. What else have you directed? Uh, Some guy who who kills people. Nice. Good job, Jack Perez. And Wild Things 2. They made a Wild Things 2.
0: Wild Things 2. I don't even know that. Wild, Wild Things. W- there was what a, was Wild Things 1?
1: It was a... Kind of a saucy nineties movie.
0: Oh, I don't think I've seen it.
1: Kind of saucy. Oh uh oh it's a documentary. Oh it's a behind the scenes documentary on the film Wild Things Two, so it's not even the actual fucking movie. <laughs> he just made Why the documentary no? on no, the behind he, the scenes. He directed the movie too. Oh okay. sequel to the hot film Wild Things. Wild Things Two sees teenage bad girls, Maya and Brittany go on a sex and killing spree to win millions.
0: Gross. Oh. Yeah, sounds like Alice kills. <laughs> but don't check out that episode.
1: That's the last, the previous episode.
0: Check out all the previous episodes and where's give review, for, review, give us five star reviews. We need it. I'm not gonna beg.
1: Uh, <laughs> give us reviews, not just ratings, and we'll read them out on the show.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. No matter how bad it is, I'd love to read a bad review of myself. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, leave us a leave us any star review. We'll fucking read it.
0: <laughs> yep, we'll read the best one. We'll have the the best review of the week, best and worst review of the week.
1: Thank you for listening. Special thanks to our executive producer Justin. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at pop culture bicycle and on Twitter at pop culture bike. You can follow me on Instagram at b diamond designs and Luke at luke keyway underscore dg. That's keyway spelled K E W A Y. If you have any suggestions for us to read and or watch, email the podcast at popculturebicycle at gmail.com or use the hashtag popculturebicycle on Twitter. If you would like to support us, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popculturebicycle. All right. Perfect.